0: Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm
1: Ellie Overman. And I'm Taina Esteves. And before we get into any of the good bits that Katie has, I need to talk about how a surprising amount of people have referenced the movie Emperor's New Groove on sometime in this entire podcast process. And it's beautiful. And my soul is very happy about that. So if you haven't seen Emperor's New Groove, you need to check it out. That's that's the end of that segment. <laughs> but to the beautifulness that Katie said here. I think something that I personally, that personally stuck out to me, mostly because it's something I need to work on, is the sectioning off like reading time. She had so many things to say, so many great things to say about just time management, the way that we manage our own space in the Honors College. And I think I didn't realize how much of my own brain space I need to put aside to being like, we are sectioning off this time to sit and reading this text. Uh, so that was so important to me and I was called out. So definitely had to make sure that we brought that up at the beginning here.
0: Right, right. Same. Katie is the the queen of time management because of all of the things she's kind of done her freshman and sophomore year. I also just loved her conversation about friendship and accountability it made me reflect a little bit on like how my life, academic life, I guess, has changed from last semester to this semester and how it's been different now that I have people to kind of journey alongside me and read honors texts with and just to whip out a Zoom and do work alongside each other. And what a, what a gift that's been. So I loved getting to hear from her. Um, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear and learn from her experience. So let's get right into it.
1: miss catherine how are we doing today doing pretty good just hanging in there (laughs) i (laughs) that, that is that is the mood i feel that so much katie thank you so much for being here could not appreciate you and your time more um we're gonna start us off really light and easy because for everyone who doesn't know katie's a bit of a disney person so of course i have to throw a disney question here katie if you could be any disney villain specifically villain if you could be any which one which one would you be
2: I would be Yzma from Emperor's Ooh, New Groove, yes. oh my god, she's amazing. Uh, and uh, just why Yizma? Dramatic, and then I would have my Kronk, who would do everything for me, uh, and I could just lounge on my throne and be Yzma
1: fantastic (laughs) oh my goodness that that answer was a thousand times better than I was expecting I love that so much Yzma was my obsession for the longest time especially because of Gronk the poison the poison for Cusco Cusco is (laughs) poison my god I love it so much thank you this this is already going a thousand times better than I was expecting so Katie we're gonna get right into it here can you give us a little background onto your honors journey you know how did you find out about it why did you choose to participate in honors what did that look like for you
2: Okay, so um, I'm from Northern California. Uh, I went to high school at a Catholic high school in Oakland called Bishop O'Dowd, and uh, I applied to the APU Honors College and the Trustees Program. So through Trustees, I found out about honors. The first time I saw it was on like the application. It was like, click here if you want to add on honors. I was like, why not? I'm a high-achieving <laughs> student. Uh, I like a good challenge sometimes. So I applied to honors and then when I got to the trustees event, they had so much honors programming built into that whole event and they did a really good job of saying, you should do it. It's a really cool program about the great works and you're going to learn so much more and become such a well-rounded student, which is really important to me. So that's how I came about the Honors College and I chose it because I really like the idea that I can get this education um, in liberal arts and the uh, great works, along with my STEM education.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And just so that way, you know, we have that address there. Great works program, just you know, specific like Western canon type things for for us specifically. Um, influential texts on that end, and then also to give more background onto Katie herself. She's also a biochemistry major, so we i feel like i don't even need to add on to that <laughs> because we can already anticipate how much work and time and just brain power that goes into being a stem major so yep. kudos to you for doing that um i'm sure the honors college has been very blessed by your presence Absolutely. Uh, while we're talking about, you know this the challenges that could come with not only being biochemistry but also just participating in the honors, you know, these texts, this readings this time. How has your experience in the Honors college been challenged? You know, how have you grown through that specifically in your like you as a scholar? How have mm-hmm. you grown as a scholar through your experience in, in the honors college?
2: So um in the Honors college, I found that my biggest challenge to start, so, In addition to being a biochemistry major, I played water polo my freshman year at APU. Oof! And that's a huge commitment. So putting all these three commitments together and stacking them up, you learn that you have to balance your reading schedule Mm. with how much you're reading. Like uh, last week, we read all of Frankenstein in uh, my sophomore second semester honors course. And I had to figure out how to fit all of Frankenstein in a week. which It's hard. And I'm going to say that it's really hard. You have to learn how to balance that. And you have to learn that sometimes you need a friend who helps you write a schedule out and plan how much you're going to read and they're going to hold you accountable. Mm. So that was one of the biggest challenges. And then the other big challenge for me is coming from an AP English literature background. Um, I took that my senior year high school. I was so ingrained to look for literary devices and analyze the themes and like create these essays where a paragraph is two pages of dissecting one little quote, two little quotes. And going from that to exegetical commentaries where you're just squeezing, as I think it was Dr. Hale told me my freshman year, you're squeezing a passage just to get everything out of it, just like a page. And so learning how to write in that style and then learning how to modify that for each professor I've had was a really big challenge for me.
1: Yeah, there are so many things in there that I kind of just want to touch on real quick, kind of going back to what you were saying about the reading schedule. You know, I think having that accountability wasn't something that I personally even thought of, you know, I'm a reader, I could sit and read for however long I need to. So but I think when I'm applying it to specifically like honors college, what I need to read, like, because I need to read, it's mm-hmm. such a good idea to have that, or someone else, you know, or even if it's just like, you don't want to rely on someone else, like having maybe like a timer or just something that could says, I'm going to sit and read and get this done. That's Mm -hmm. totally, totally good for any of us who also might be fellow procrastinators out there. Oh yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) I think that accountability is so good. Such a beautiful idea. And like you just
2: count up how many pages you need to read, divide it by the amount of days you have to read it, then Mm -hmm. you know how many you have to read in a day. And if you get caught up in the book and read the rest, you're done early. So exactly. I found that that was really
1: helpful. And that's something I've been working on this semester with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And then like the catering the writing styles to the professors, I think is such a small thing that's often overlooked, you know, not that each professor is going to be like completely different way. I mean, sometimes feels like a completely <laughs> yeah. different way, you know, but like making sure that it's also to your audience, you know, who's mm-hmm. going to be looking at it? What exactly are they wanting from it? Such an important thing that I feel should be advertised as well. So I wanted to say thank yeah. you for pointing that out. Because that's, that's a yeah. It's it.
2: incredibly important. And I find that even having your friends who have different mm-hmm. uh, professors read your paper, just builds the strength of your audience because you're not only individualizing it just to your professor. So you get like the best grade, you're writing it so that anyone in honors can read it and understand your argument.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of, I mean, you know, one of the beautiful words that loves to get come up in the honors college conversations, there's a lot of you know, resonators that need to happen with us. And this collaboration component Mm -hmm. of, you know, just getting the best information to get reached the most people is so good. That was a beautiful point. And yes, thank you for mentioning that. Um, Kind of bringing this a little bit to the end here, but if you were going to be talking To someone you know maybe who's facing some of these fellow challenges that you were going through you know maybe not being able to handle it the schedule balance that you mentioned you know the time management reading management you know and then also trying to balance the collaboration making sure that you're also helping the other people so if you were going to speak to someone who was maybe going through the same headspace of like can i do this can i manage what would be something that you would be telling them you know to maybe ease that or point out some of the challenges that come with that
2: Yeah. uh, As a person who often talks themselves out of things, know that you can do this. You can absolutely do this. I know it can feel super overwhelming and like, how am I going to fit this all in my schedule? And people are going to look at your schedule and tell you you're crazy. I had at least four people look at my schedule, say, you're a STEM major, you're an athlete, and you're in honors. This is impossible. And I said, I... You have to try for a semester. You have to try. And looking back at it, you're going to be so proud of yourself that you at least gave your full effort
1: and know that you can do this and just do it do it full sentence yes <laughs> yes no i'm totally with that you know and i do think there is that balance of like not wanting to unhealthily right push yourself mm-hmm. past things that maybe you can't handle but when you can handle so much more than you can probably anticipate yeah you know so when you have that solid foundation of i'm going to try you know and also like you wouldn't be doing it by yourself i think you mentioned at one point a little bit earlier just like you know reaching out to other people. Like if you talk Mm -hmm. to the coaches, if you talk to the professors, you know, like people are here, you're paying money. They're here to support (laughs) you, you know, so find that support. Obviously, again, don't push yourself beyond what you think that you can handle, but you can handle a lot more than you could
2: probably think. So I I always talk myself out of things in Mm -hmm. that I think that this is going to be so much and I can't do it. And every time I've thought that I can do it. Yeah. And it's, I know that so many people have the ability to do it and talk themselves out of it. So I
1: want you to know, do it. I know you can. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You're not alone. Go for it. You know, and especially like right now, but like with our times going on, you know, don't let, don't be the thing that's holding yourself back. The world is already the world is going to tell you no already, you know, just so many times in life. Don't be the thing that And Like you said,
2: there's tons of
1: supports and like reach
2: out to your upperclassmen, reach out to the people in your group. I have my specific few biochemistry honors friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. like three of us, but we know each other and we
1: can connect and be able to understand what we're going for absolutely absolutely this is so good so encouraging for myself as well you know because you can definitely fall into those patterns of can i should i and like you said talking ourselves out of it so that's such a good reminder very very encouraging thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us katie i really appreciate you and your insight and you know thank you for sharing your story i think this is stuff that we all can hear at times you know when it's struggling things get hard just remember you can do it so thank you again Thank you for having me. It was really fun. Always, always. <laughs> I think Katie did so well at giving us some nice, like practical steps and advice and like ways, like I mentioned in the beginning, to just work through the honors college. I think it's just so helpful on just a lot of different levels, but particularly with the making the writing style and content accessible to as many people as possible. I know she was talking about it in the way of like professors and making sure that the professors are going to read it the way that they want or are sectioned off their, you know, kind of XCOMs and their papers. But I also think that idea can go a little beyond that and is important to make sure that the stuff that we're reading and writing is just accessible. Do you know the people that we're wanting it to reach to the audiences that we're looking for, making sure people can just read or look at the... The things that we're producing. I don't know. I thought it was a nice little fluffy idea and the stuff that she was saying. So Katie, I thoroughly enjoyed everything, everything mm-hmm. she had to say there. Yeah, I totally agree. I have learned so much
0: um, from switching to a tutor that's more focused on literature to one who's more focused on theology. That has been such a learning curve for me. And then also having friends who are taking teachers who are more like philosophy focused and having them read my papers. And so it has just been so cool to think about audience in that kind of different perspective. So I was so, so
1: stoked that she brought that up in her, in her interview hundred percent. That is a really great point, especially the perspectives with like the friends too, like reading over the paper. There's just so many different ways to look at it and all the content. So beautiful point there, Ellie. And thank you so much, Katie, for sharing your story with us. And thank you all for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. See you next time on Inside the Honors College.